So we're going to talk about some important things here uh, that is going to be, I hope, immediately relevant, um, but also uh, in maybe intriguing enough for you to follow up with more of this. And what I would like to posit to you is that we have these different um, levels of being able to see the world. And it's kind of similar. I mean, there's lots of different ways to describe it. One is a ladder. There's rungs on a ladder. And the higher you go on the ladder, the more that you can see. Another way to look at it is uh, a, a concentric circles. And so if you are, um, you know, in the center, you're only going to be focused right here. But if you're one ring out, then you can focus on this and the center. And if you're on a ring out, you can do this, this and this, you see. And so there's a way that the more expansive you go, the more you're able to see. But um, whatever you want to talk, however you want to understand that, we, we call them in the traditional, we might call them energy centers. And the energy centers are particular um, nodal points in your energy field. I, I remember that. Think, have we talked about this? Uh, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, like, like throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, gut. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nodal points where uh, it's, rel it's related to our capacity to view ourselves, our community, and how we understand and experience love how we practice love in an incarnated way, how we balance it all out, and how we open ourselves out even to more love, you see. And so it all kind of comes together. And you don't use, one doesn't normally jump to blissed out states of just, um, you know, units of consciousness. Now, you can have these, these states. Sometimes it's done by, let's say, psychedelics or you might have some kind of meditation or some people have near-death experiences and that thing but usually what happens is that when we uh, exit and return to our normal life where we're going to normally return back to not the state of non-dual thinking or non-dual uh, experience but rather to the stage of where we left <laughs> um, and so it's important to understand what our stage is. The stage is kind of more of a, uh, a more permanent type of uh, energy center or bandwidth of consciousness. You could call, think of it like a radio dial. You know, what bandwidth are you on? And our goal is to, is to slowly move into greater metanoia. You know, this idea of the heart-mind uh, expanding so that we can see uh, more expansively or higher up the ladder, whichever works for you. And so traditionally, these have been called the chakras or the energy centers. But they have a lot to do with um, as, as the anchored self and floating self. So that's also why I'm bringing it in. Because um, the, and you remember we talked about also at one point, um, there's five stages of learning how to continue this metanoia, this growth, and that is, and I'll, I'll repeat them later too, so you don't remember them, but it's know yourself, accept yourself, forgive, um, balance, 
and then open yourself up more to love. You know? So these also correspond to the energy centers. And it's cyclical. So just because you get one, um, you go through the cycle, you know, then, then this all feeds back into know yourself. See, they're all connected. They're all connected. So here's the thing. The floating self, the false self, its purview, it, its energetic location, its bandwidth of consciousness is appropriately, you know, the floating self is not the bad self. It's not. It is just a phenomenon that we all have. <laughs> and we have to have a floating self, damn it. You have to have a, a way to understand yourself. Who are you? This is a good thing. Yeah. It's a part of the incarnative process. But we also need to learn how to, I call it vortexing the personality. It's like streamlining the personality, aligning it, reconfigurating it, uh, defragmentizing it. I don't care which term you use, but getting it so that there's an efficiency um, that, that therefore the energy that's coming through you is streamlined uh, enough so that it goes all the way through and you become an, a crystallized channel of love and light here like that's sort of the goal right the first three chakras the lower triad is the purview of the floating self and it's responsible for basically three things these three things are not bad they are dangerous if that becomes the only goals that we have and these three things are power prestige and possessions Power, prestige, and possessions. The three Ps, you can think of it, in terms of the floating self. And the first um, energy center, like when you get an experience that happens to you, the first energy center that sort of measures or processes that catalyst is going to be, am I going to survive this? Right? The second one is, and this is now we're moving to the orange ray center, which is located, you know, about three fingers below the navel. Uh, that one is going to be related to who am I? What's my identity? What are, what are my ways to understand myself? Um, who am I that survived? There is an I here that survived, and who is that? <laughs> And this is the beginning differentiation between the I and the me. You know, like um, the my, myself and I. It's the same, but there's a subtle difference there. It's like um, I hurt myself. Uh, you hurt me. But is the me and the I the same? Or sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. So there, there's all these kinds of ways that you start to think, wow, um, I, I do have a sense of who I am, but I'm also, I'm not my body, but I'm not, oh, I, no, maybe I should say it this way. I am my body, but I'm not only my body. I am my emotions, but I'm not only my emotions, you see? So then what are you if you're not your emotions? You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a way, there's always a transcendent quality to us that goes all the way into divinity itself, the yeah. very nature of the creator, you know, our deepest DNA, spiritual DNA is divine. Now, um, so the second energy center is who am I? And the third energy center is who am I in community? 
uh, who am I in my formal roles? Who am I as an American? Who am I as a, um, in my case, a white male, a white cisgender male American? You know, like wh- who am I in all these things? Who am I a Texan? You know what I mean? In these yeah. these concentric circles, some are formalized, some are informal. Uh, they they do get thrown out. They're just very expansive. Now notice that all of them feed back into each other. Uh, who are we as a people? Are we going to survive? Mm-hmm. And then who are we as a people? Uh, what What is our identity? And then who are we as a people in the global context? You see, like all of these just keep feeding into each other. So the more that you get a sense of who you are, you're also strengthening your survival um, energy center. And do you see how these all feed in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're concentric circles in themselves. Think about, um, if we're going to say the energy center, one, two, three, so the red ray, the orange ray, and the yellow ray, if we're going to do that, then think of it this way. The red ray can be circle one. The orange ray is, is both one and two. So now draw a circle around one and two. The yellow ray, or who we are in community, is circle one, circle two, and then a circle three around all that. And do you see how they're all working yeah. together? Yeah. yeah. Informing each other? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Simultaneous. Okay. But, but here's the deal is that in terms of the false self system or the floating self system is that most of us will spend most of our life until – we don't <laughs> until we awaken a little bit more. We will spend it within the realm of the lower chakras, uh, because our experience of ourselves and our culture and all of this is unfortunately informed mostly by this phenomenon called bellicosity. And bellicosity um, is a particular word that's important. It means um, a, a, an attitude towards aggressiveness or or a desire to, um, a fear of being infringed upon, a fear of being possessed. I'm not talking about demonic possession or something, but a fear of being like uh, violated or having violence done to me, whether aggressive or passive aggressive, you know, or um, a desire to be aggressive and scapegoat and point fingers and whatnot, you see. And all of that has to do with the first three chakras. It's power, prestige, and possessions at the individual level and at the, the larger macro level. Yeah. And because that is the overarching uh, spirit in the air, uh, you know, the, the zeitgeist, the global zeitgeist, the human zeitgeist, it's been this way for maybe since the beginning. Uh, we don't know reality outside of that. But we do know that it exists and we do, we can't experience reality from a more expanded place that doesn't um, exclude the floating self, but rather it includes it and transcends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see? Yeah. And that's what we're into right now yeah. because that's how you get into your uh, anchored self yeah. from a more permanent state, more permanent stage. Remember the stage and state differences. So the more permanent stage. Okay. Now here's, here's what I'd like to say to you because you, you brought up like, I want to bring Christ into things. Uh, but Christ ain't in that when I'm acting this way or when I'm hating on myself there or when I'm pissed off at him or her or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's how you feel. What I'm going to invite you to consider is that Christ can't be, can't 
not be inside you? Christ is always there, yeah. <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, well, you know conceptually, you don't know gnosisly. Yeah. Gnosis means lived experiential yeah. knowledge. You may have states in, of consciousness where you're like, yep, yeah, Christ is there, but your permanent yeah. stage is not there yet. And it will be. It will be, okay? If you want it to be, it will be. It's not that Christ is not there, but you awaken to Christ's uh, presence and you're being learning to be present to presence is a spiritual discipline, and we're going to talk about that because that's how you do it. Um, so I'd like you to now understand that the particular, um, let's say, energy center that we might say is an indwelling, the indwelling presence of the Logos, uh, the infinite creator, God, whatever term you want to use, it, it has its, its um, incomingness, it, its dwelling place is in the heart, okay? Because that's the center. So think of the center as the font of all things, and then it just kind of comes and then bleeds 360 into different, you know, kind of like a balloon blowing out, but there's a center to infinity. There's a center to everything. There's a center to every being, and that's the heart. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, uh, so there's Christ. And what I'm saying here from this energy center perspective is that when we are ensconced within our lower chakra triads and uh, power, prestige, and possession, you know, that's the name of the game. That's the goal of that, and it's our floating self. Then we are simply not... Um, standing upon the rung of the ladder where the Christ energy is. But the Christ energy is not ever not there. It's just that we're not standing at the ladder. And you have to activate that center. See, once you activate it, it becomes your dwelling place too in a more permanent way. And here's the interesting thing about that. There's only one way. There's only one way to get there. What is it? <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Surrender. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It, th- yeah. There's no, you can't will it. Uh, you, you can't will yourself into the heart. You can't will yourself into units of consciousness or love. Uh, you can't. You can't will it. You can desire it, but you can't force it to happen if you, if you follow me. So what ends up happening is the... The way into the heart at a permanent level uh, that is more or less permanent, and this will be more or less permanent dwelling in the anchored self, even though you have forays into the floating self, um, when you're in that the anchored self, you end up using the floating self to do good in the world, but your permanent home is in the, in the anchored self in the heart. And how that happens is, as I talked about earlier, is acceptance because it's to know yourself and you have to know yourself. Remember, the first step is to know yourself, to know yourself and all your brokenness. But you're never going to be able to need to surrender unless you get to a point. It's like, oh, my God, am I spending all my time in the, the floating self? <laughs> am I ever not in my floating self? And that's when it dawns on us that no matter even our best intentions until now, most of even how we've helped love or given is always a mixed bag. Yeah. You know, there's always yeah. a lot of me in there and like yeah. uh, conditional loving. And yeah. uh, boy, I'm not as loving, loving as I thought I was, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And 
what I'm saying is that acceptance, that second stage, is actually you coming to a place of fully accepting that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's uh, terror, maybe, or, or anxiety-ridden or whatever it is. Uh, but also in its freedom. Because when you've hit, quote, rock bottom, there's only one place to go, is up. Because mm-hmm. there's a freedom in, well... <laughs> Got nothing to lose now. Yeah. Uh, my story up until now has been a mixed bag, so I'm going to fully accept that. Do you see how it's both freeing and even even as you're feeling the pain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so this is you being on, let's say, your metaphor metaphorical uh, crucifixion. I'm I'm on the cross of my um, inability to love uh, completely and fully. Because even when I thought I was doing it, and I was dang sure I was doing it back then, I realize now it's very controlled. it was controlled in order to control. In some ways, if you're really looking at it, there's some elements that we love maybe to be liked better. <laughs> maybe, uh, you know, who knows? Now, some of it's going to be free and a gift, but it's not 100%, yeah. you know. Um, so can we accept that? And when we can, that's the surrender. That's the, that's the being on the cross. That is, that is the dying on the cross. And then being in, in the tomb, to use the, the Christ, Jesus Christ metaphor of being in the tomb after being you know, pulled off the cross. And you know, having a moment of a season in our life, a liminal space of like, uh, what do I do with all of this, this knowledge now? And at that point, you know, that's a grace. It's called the, the dark night of the soul. It's a grace, though. It is. Where we just sit in this. And the one thing that we are, the only thing that we are asked to do by spirit at that point is our yes. Mm-hmm. Our yes for something new. For something new to be born inside of us. Mm-hmm. A new way to see the world. A consciousness that brings us into unity and union this mystery of union and unity is our yes so it's kind of the the archetypal uh, you know mary the, when mary was visited by gabriel and you know this is going to be done and do you want this and you know mary it, her yes was important to birth the christ consciousness so our yes but we can only be a, it can only be a true yes a free yes when we've gotten to the point where we know we need that (laughs) because we faced our floating selves games and we realized that in the name of winning, we've actually lost. We're shooting ourselves, you know, but but here's the cool thing is when you've reached that point, you realize there's no, there's no need for shame. In fact, when you've reached that place of yes, I'm willing to bear the burden of my, brokenness, but also my great uh, dignity as a child of, of the Lord of God, you know, is there is a profound joy and peace that is no longer going to be about us. And this is where we move in. That's when we move into the heart. And from there, all of a sudden, we see the world, we see ourselves, we see our other selves, you know, whomever they are, we see creation as extensions of a unified fabric of being. Mm-hmm. 
you know, a unified uh, field of consciousness that is always transcendent, but is not other than us either. That's that we are not fully one, not two, but both one and two at the same time. <laughs> and so when we get into the heart chakra, the purview there is acceptance. Yeah. And that includes the circle around one, the circle around one and two, you know, it's so yeah, now it, like, it's not getting rid of Yeah. No, it's yeah, yeah. so it's the, the fourth energy center is, is one, two, three, four, all around making that one circle. Uh -huh. And it's all feeding into each other. So now you have an immediate catalyst that happens. Let's say somebody uh, hurts your feelings. It's going to go all the way up. All of the energy centers are all going to be talking with each other, blah, 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 you know. And you're going to have all these kinds of feelings. But if your permanent stage at that point more is in your heart, you're going to immediately move it into this the purview of I'm accepting this. Um, I'm going to love it. Loving it, not like, oh, I'm so happy, warm and fuzzies. Not that. <laughs> but love it in the sense of this is reality. I don't want anything else than reality. I'm mm -hmm. going to fully embrace this reality here mm -hmm. as my pain. Mm -hmm. And then you move it a little higher to understanding of, yeah, and I'm seeing myself holistically. No wonder why that hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, that hurt because it was a mean thing, but... I have this and this in my past, and that's a sensitive spot for me. I, I, and I may, may never get over that. That's okay. I'm going to accept that too. So I understand why that hurt. And I, I, you know what? That person might have been going through something too. Yeah. And maybe I know it. Maybe I don't. But I can already see that he, he or she never would have said that if they were in their heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you understand? Mm -hmm. So it, it's processed all the way up into the heart. You're holding it all together. And then... So that's good. Like, yes. Like, you get to that point. Okay, okay, okay. That's what you want because that's okay. the anchored self. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the first layer of the anchored self, yeah. you see. And then when it's in the heart, this is a spaciousness where you can hold paradoxes together. The lower triad cannot hold paradoxes together. Mm -hmm. Just can't. Um, but the higher chakras, but the heart can. And this is where you hold together. I am... Uh, limited in my understanding of myself, and I will always be. Mm -hmm. I, this is not the bandwidth of consciousness, let's say, of understanding. I'll, I'll, I'm always learning. I'll learn until the day I die, you know. Uh, and I am also whole. But there's an aspect of me right now that is um, unbel. It's a shard of the divinity. It is pure, unadulterated divine. As, as, as God as it can get, you see. That's, and both of those are true at the same time. Can you hold that together? That You know, the traditional, say, Christian way to, to intuit this is both human and divine. You know, putting both of those together and holding them together. Once you get to the heart center, it moves then immediately you have access to the higher center uh the blue ray the throat chakra and this is the the center where you can take all of your acceptance and uh, love and understanding that you're holding it all together all the catalysts together in the love and understanding lens of the world and then you can do something about it so the blue ray is the ray of your co-creativity now you get to co-create uh wholeness out there you know and you do it because you've processed your own 
broken. It's your own floating self's games. You don't get rid of it. You don't demonize it. You don't say, I wish I didn't have it. You accept it. And by accepting it, um, you can forgive it. And that is the purview of, of the Blu-ray, the throat, is forgiving. And what I mean by forgiving is to, and there's lots of different ways to do this, but one great way is to say, I will never get some things right. And boy, do I have a debt to pay for this. I am so, oof. But you know what? There is a way that I can forgive myself because I'm human. And to be human is, is not a bad thing. In fact, it's the very point. Like divinity wanted to learn what it was like to be human. Like that's who you are is a, is a spiritual being trying to have a human experience. There's a reason why we have a limited perspective, and that's part of the, the great blessing yeah. because it gives us an opportunity, it gives God an opportunity through us to learn what love is when it's a choice, mm-hmm. not a mandate. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you never separated from God, if you never, if that umbilical cord never separated, then to love is not a choice. Like mm-hmm. the angels don't have a choice, they have to love. Yeah. But you and I get to choose that mm-hmm. and how we do it. And that is a freedom that humans get to enjoy, but it's God in us, through us, doing it. Mm-hmm. And that gives greater glory to God because God is experiencing God's self through us. Yeah. Now, forgiving means I'm going to hold myself with the full dignity that I actually am. I know that my floating self has games and I've, I've done them, but I'm also a whole person. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a, I'm a son of God. <laughs> I am a, um, I'm a, a, a living uh, shard of the infinite creator, you see. Um, and that's who I really am. Mm-hmm. And so the things that I've broken and are broken or say struggling or cracked in me, I'm, I'm just going to forgive myself. And I'm asking the infinite creator God inside me to uh, give me this grace to give to give myself this forgiveness um and we could and then we could also ask for forgiveness you see because there's always a transcendent reality so not only do we have to forgive ourselves but we are also asking the transcendent reality uh which isn't different than us but it's bigger than us to forgive us So the path, as Richard Rohr says, the path to your anchored self and the path to God is the same path. If you can forgive yourself, God can forgive you. If God can forgive you, you can forgive yourself. There's like an infinity sign on the, you know what I mean? It kind of goes there. And once you feel that, you know, and this is a, it's, it's, it's at once a use of your will I'm willing, I, I, am, I am at this point giving myself forgiveness and I'm giving other people that. But it's also an aff- affective thing. It's a f- phenomenological thing. You feel it. It's an experience of the bonds of karma or the bonds of the, the debts or the past. It's just cut, 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 cut. They, they, don't, they don't exist if there's a new movement into the stage of consciousness that we're talking about. And it's not just now that you're free of the floating self. It's an inclusion of the, you yeah. feel that? Yeah. Yeah. So, Cause that was interesting. Yeah. That 
Yeah, I'm thinking because you mentioned how yeah. it's like, yeah, we're never going to be free of it. It's like we minister. Well, you don't want to. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. can you drive without a motor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you, you want that because that is the constant way to give us more uh, ways to understand ourselves more. Do you remember the no, the accepting goes back to no and <laughs> all the catalysts feed in all of these things. So now we know accept, we know ourselves, we accept ourselves, we're forgiving ourselves, we're forgiving others, and then we move into the higher level, the higher area of the floating self, the deeper maybe you might say. I'm sorry, the anchored self, the anchored self, uh, is the balance, seeking balance. And balance is, there's lots of different ways to understand balance, but one great way to understand it is to, if, if you need to say you're sorry to somebody, you'll do it mm-hmm. without like uh, needing them to say, I'm sorry too. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 90% your fault and it's 10% mine, I will, I will ask your forgiveness. And I'm not going to say, yeah, but mm-hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm going to find a way in which I was wrong yeah. and I'm going to own that. Cause I want to keep my side of the street clean. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, but it also might mean that I need to set boundaries. It might mean I need to talk to my family about some things that's not comfortable, but I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do it from the position of the power, prestige, and possessions. Yeah. I'm not going to do it according to the game of the floating self, uh-huh. although most of us do, mm-hmm. if we're not aware. Mm-hmm. But when we're in those situations and we start getting triggered and the pain is there and da da da, da we're immediately processing in real time all the way into the heart. I'm accepting that I'm hurting. I'm accepting that all these, these other people are, are hurting too. We're hurt people, hurt people, all of that. I'm accepting all that. I'm forgiving it. It's like a constant font of just acceptance and forgiveness, all of it. And from that position, I'm also going to speak a, a kind of truth that is um, free from manipulation and control and honor dignity, even if it lays down rather clear boundaries. And that's an art form, do you see? And at that point, you're not intrinsically tied to whether you win or lose. That the success is actually defined more that you you spoke from your place of integrity. Integrity meaning all the pieces are connected and and, uh, integrated, (laughs) which is what that means. You can change. Because when you're in the blue ray, you know, you have, you have the capacity uh, more and more to realize um, things do shift, that any kind of rigidity is, is a wrong thing to move into, you know. What was true last year may not necessarily be true anymore, and I need to honor that too. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because you're always going to be in your floating, it's a, the dance of the floating self, anchored self, is not like... Uh, you know, I'm moving to from one to two, then back to one, then to two. No, it's one, two, and then three, four, and then it's, it's a it's a constant, if you will, three steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two steps back. So you you moving three steps forward into the anchored self, and that feels great. But then maybe something happens and you're hurt. So then that feels like two steps back, and then again you launch into the anchored self because of a new expand expansion going through know yourself accept yourself forgive yourself find balance and all that and you end up moving uh so that maybe six months from now you're two steps back if you were to line up where you started to the level of where you're at now 
you know, it's five miles difference. Yeah. Even yeah. though in the two steps back, you might feel yeah. like I've not even started yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. This is called yeah. metanoia. Yeah. It's, it's the larger increasing of, of heart mind into greater and greater uh, love and honesty, being able to speak from this uh, harmonized view uh, that it, that takes all things into perspective. And then finally, we move into um, the place of, uh, you know, I think I might have missed that. Um, balance is the purview of, of the sixth chakra is up here. So the, the blue ray, um, the throat chakra, that's the, the one we get, we, we forgive. Yeah. And, and we, we put into action in the world that which we, we want and that we're planting seeds of wholeness everywhere. So for that one, for like you, you keep saying, you say like the word action, uh-huh. like what is that? Like, is that just like vocalizing it? Well, it, it's, it's embodying it. I don't care. Okay. Whatever you do, it's an embodiment because if, if acceptance that you're feeling for yourself, you know, and feeling for others, if that is, if that never moves beyond uh, concept or even even experience inside yeah. yourself if it's yeah. if it's not put into some sort of loving service in an intentional way then you'll lose it, <laughs> it because the law the cosmic law of responsibility demands that whatever is uh, given as an experience has to be incarnated and embodied in some way yeah, so you have to give that. But that's the purview of the Blu-ray. But then the balancing is the purview of the um, the sixth ray, the indigo ray up here. And this is where you balance all things. Um, if you need to set boundaries, okay. you do that. If you need to say you're sorry, you do that. You learn how to have a balanced um, view of yourself. And weirdly, your emotions become more balanced. Huh. So what might have hurt your feelings last month all of a sudden you're in this position and you just realize at the end of the day it's like oh snap that did happen why didn't i react am i in danger of you know transforming you <laughs> you understand what i'm saying yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's but it's almost like you it happens the healing is recognized almost secondarily because it's like you're just enjoying a a larger way to be in the world and then lastly, it's the crown chakra. This is sort of the overview. So this is the seventh circle that encompasses one, two, and three, and four, and five, and six. All of that is now encompassed into this one. And that uh, is the purview of um, opening ourselves up to more and more love. So remember, there's always a layer of transcendence. That's, that's all of those things that we've experienced plus the infinite more. There's always a transcendent layer to this mystery of union and unity. So we open ourselves up more and it's our yes, our our Mary's yes. Yes, I want more. And slowly over time, we become that which we worship. We become that which we, um, we desire to be. We become that which we have always been, which is the Christ. Yeah. you become that and then so that would be you you know make me an instrument of your peace where there you become the crystallized instrument uh you know god's pen that's writing a love letter to the world and and it's like your will and god's will are aligned but it's not because you're not feeling the pricks and pins of certain things it's because you are going to have a well-honed practice of 
survival and who am I and then who am I in the community and acceptance and I'm forgiving all of this and and I'm balancing and and then I'm accepting more love and it's all happening all at the same time and you have an agency in that. 